Hey everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of the Doom Dog Radio. I am your host, the Doom Dog, and this is going to be a spicy episode. So if you don't want to hear me rant and talk about politics, maybe this one's not for you, because that's exactly what we're going to do. Before I get started, though, I wanted to let you guys know that I have decided on what my next game is going to be that I'm going to be critiquing over on my YouTube channel. It will be The Suffering, the action horror game from Midway, released on the PlayStation 2, Xbox, and PC back in the day. I remember liking that game a lot, so I'm looking forward to playing through it again and critiquing it for you guys. I hope you guys are looking forward to that. Make sure you head over to my YouTube channel and subscribe if you want to watch my playthrough of it, and there won't be any commentary on it. You can head over to the Doom Dog Gameplay Look that up on YouTube and you will find that channel and you can subscribe there and I will be uploading my playthrough of it as I play through it. Anyway, so, um, I don't know how much I could say about this past election on this platform without getting myself in trouble, but I will say this. I did not vote for Joe Biden. You could not pay me to vote for Joe Biden. I knew the man would be terrible. I knew the man would be fucking atrocious, and I am still genuinely surprised at exactly how bad he is. It's like Jimmy Carter all over again with a much worse personality. At least Jimmy Carter, you get the sense that he had no clue how to run the country, but at least he genuinely likes it. I don't get that sense with Biden. And at least he seems like a genuinely good person. Again, I don't get that sense with Biden. He's just fucking awful. And I don't know how much I could say about the 2020 election on this platform. But I will say this. Time Magazine put out a uh, article early on in Biden's presidency saying that there was a cabal of rich and powerful people gathering together to do everything within their power to make sure that Trump got unelected. So you cannot convince me that it was a free and fair election because a free and fair election does not have that. An election where someone cheated their asses off has that. And they named names in this fucking article. So don't tell me that it's not real. It absolutely fucking is. Why would, why would they put out this article naming names like they're fucking proud of it if there was no merit to what they're talking about? So, do I think this was a free and fair election? Fuck no, and you shouldn't either. And you should be pissed about that. How, did, was there actual legitimate cheating? I don't know. I know there was a bunch of unanswered questions about this, but I don't know, again, I don't know how much I can dig into that on this platform. So, the music for this is going to be all very, very angry music, as is appropriate for the things that I am talking about here. Let's get to the first track. This is Strapping Young Lad with their song Shitstorm off of their excellent album, Alien. Check it out, it's awesome.
Okay, so Biden is fucking terrible. So he gets into office, and one of the very first things that he does is axe the Keystone Pipeline. Well, why the fuck would you do that? Uh, oh, because he wants to appear to the environmentalist crowd to give a shit about the environment? I'm not fucking buying it. If you want to convince me that you give a shit about the environment, you will support nuclear power. No ifs, ands, or buts. If you don't support nuclear power, you don't give a shit about the environment. End of story. But it, then he turns around and takes an energy-independent country where we were exporting more oil than we were importing, which is a good thing, and reverses that. Why? Because Trump is the one that accomplished it, I guess. So now we're re relying more on other countries. And look how look where that's gotten us. The gas price was steadily rising through the fucking roof over time prior to the uh, war in Ukraine, which I will eventually talk about that as well, but the war in Ukraine, it rose more after that, and the White House used that as an opportunity to fucking lie to you by going, well, it's all Putin's fault in hopes that you would forget the year that preceded it where it steadily rose up. Remember, it was under $2 a gallon under Trump. That was partially because of the pandemic, but still, it was under $2 a gallon under Trump. He had us going in the right direction, and Biden fucking reversed it. Yeah, I, I am not happy. I am not happy in the slightest. Not to mention the fucking inflation is goddamn insane. Every single time I go out and get something as simple as bottles of Dr. Pepper, which is bottled in my state. The Dr. Pepper bottling plant is in my state. The Dr. Pepper company is located in my state. It's ex more expensive. It's now over $2 a gallon. That is absurd. It should not be that expensive. And it's not the only thing. It is not the only product that has gone sharply up in price. Everything I buy now, with the exception of video games, which has been stuck at $60 for a long time, I guess, has gone up in price. Everything. Everything is going up in price. And believe me when I say people are fucking noticing, because boy are people rightly angry. And I just hope that all these people are angry are focusing their energy on the asterisk administration currently in power that is mostly, not entirely, but mostly to blame for this. Biden has the economic equivalent of a fucking flat earther. Let's get to another song. Here is Hell Awaits by Slayer from their second album. This is the title track. It's awesome. Check it out.
Yeah, did I mention we're going to be doing nothing but angry music this time because it fits within everything that I'm talking about here? Yeah, um, yeah, angry music. Lots and lots of angry music because I am pissed off. And I promise the next one will be a much more calm episode. So if you like to hear me talk about something that interests me that isn't politics or whatever, something pissing me off... I will get to it next time, okay? I promise. I have one that I want to do. I have a topic for it. We'll get there when we get there. But for now, inflation fucking sucks. Everything goes up. The cost of living goes up. And then the co- and then wages aren't rising fast enough to meet that. And rising, making them go up artificially through law will only cause further inflation and further loss of jobs and make things worse for everybody. Instead of doing what they should do, same thing Trump was doing, which is deregulating the economy and letting it grow naturally and strengthen, because that's what we had under Trump prior to 
the pandemic, which isn't Trump's fault, it's China's fault. We had a, we were going in the right direction. You know, gas prices was lowering. The price of everything was lowering. Wages were going up, naturally. And the economy was growing at a steady, good pace. It reached over 4% at one point. And now that's all fucking gone just like that because Biden is fucking awful. Speaking of Biden being fucking awful, let's talk about his son's laptop. I knew about his son's laptop before the long before the uh, mainstream media knew would admit to it being real. I knew about this before the election occurred, and I tried to tell people, and people would turn around and go, "Oh, well, that's not real because CNN or whatever said it's just Russian propaganda or something." Ah, two years later, they're like, "Oh, by the way, that laptop thing." That, that was fucking real. Let's get to another track, shall we? This is Ice Earth with Violate from their excellent album, The Dark Saga. It's a uh, concept album about Spawn, and it's very, very good.
Yeah, so the Hunter Biden laptop. The deal with this fucking thing, the, the media has finally come out and admitted that it's real, and they're trying to pivot and get people to focus on the shocking aspects of Hunter Biden's life. You, you know, he smokes crack, he has dug through the carpet and dug, like, Parmesan cheese and shit out of the carpet in the past and put it in a crack pipe and smoked it in hopes that it was crack. He's done things like that. He's hired hookers. After his brother Bo died, he dated his brother's uh, widow... I don't remember her name. And then he cheated on her with a stripper and got the stripper pregnant. And he has left a crack pipe and a car that he was uh, renting. He publicly denied that the stripper's kid was his. She took him to court and through a DNA test proved that it was his and he had to pay her a bunch of money. They want you to focus on things like this that Hunter Biden has done because they know the real story of the laptop are all the emails that implicate Joe, that, that show that Hunter was on the board of directors of a Ukrainian gas company called Burisma Holdings. Why was he on the gas company of a company called... Why was he on the board of directors for a gas company called Burisma Holdings in Ukraine because he's the son of the president he has fucking admitted to this here is a audio clip of him saying he wouldn't have gotten the job if he wasn't the son of the president if your last name wasn't Biden do you think you would have been asked to be on the board of Burisma I don't know I don't know probably not but that's, you know, I, I don't think that there's a lot of things that would have happened in my life that, uh, that if my last name wasn't Biden. Yeah, that's pretty damning, right? So, he is using this to line his own pockets with money from this company. And then it there's an email that mentions certain amount off the top or whatever for, and I quote, the big guy. Now the question is, who is the big guy? And the most obvious answer in the fucking world is that it's Joe Biden. In fact, during the election cycle, one of Hunter Biden's former business partners that was doing this with him came out and said, yeah, Joe Biden was involved in this. So the laptop implicates Biden himself. And we'll get more into this after this next track. Here is Sodom with Nuclear Winter. That kind of seems appropriate for what's going on in the world right now, doesn't it? Check it out. This is from their second album, Persecution Mania. It's good stuff. Thank you. 
Yeah, I like that track a whole hell of a lot. That is really good stuff. So, Biden has flown his son on Air Force Two to foreign countries for equity business deals and things like that. So, we know for a fact that he was involved in this. 
Not to mention the fact that there was a special prosecutor assigned to investigate Burisma holdings in Ukraine. And while Biden was vice president, he threatened to withhold financial aid from Ukraine if they did not fire the prosecutor. And the prosecutor got fired. Gee, that sure sounds like he is protecting his son, doesn't it? And here is audio of him mentioning that he did this. He admitted to doing this. And I went over, I guess, the 12th, 13th time to Kiev, and, uh, and I was going, supposed to announce that there was another billion-dollar loan guarantee. And I had gotten a commitment from Poroshenko and from uh, Yatsenyuk that they would take action against the state prosecutor, and they didn't. So they said they had. They were walking out to the press conference. Said, "No, nah, I said I'm not going to. We're not going to give you the billion dollars." They said, "You have no authority. You're not the president." The president said, "I said call him." <laughs> I said, "I'm telling you, you're not getting the billion dollars." I said, "You're not getting the billion. I'm going to be leaving here." And I think it was what six hours. I looked. I said, "I'm leaving in six hours. If the prosecutor's not fired, you're not getting the money." Oh, son of a bitch! <laughs> you got fired. Yeah. Are you uh, Are you angry yet? Because uh, you probably should be. So, you remember the first time the Democrats tried to impeach Trump? Guess what that was over? Burisma Holdings. So, here's what happened. He was on the phone with the president of Ukraine, and he casually mentioned, hey, I heard Joe Biden say this thing about Burisma Holdings trying to get the prosecutor fired. Could you guys investigate that? And that's basically all he said in this phone call. And the Democrats impeached him over it. Gee, I wonder if they did that to try to hide Biden's corruption because they knew they were going to try to get him to run in 2020. Sure seems like it to me. They literally impeached the man over a phone call for asking another country to investigate corruption. Jesus Christ. Are you angry at the Democrats yet? Because you fucking should be. Because the Democrats are just fucking the worst. They're protecting this man. And they're doing their best. And and the media, two years later, came out and admitted that the laptop story is all real, but they want you to focus on the shocking things about Hunter's life instead of the real story of it which is the Ukrainian gas company and Biden, Hunter Biden being on the board of directors of it and using it to line his and his father's pockets full of cash, which we can all be damn certain is pretty damn well what happened, you know? So we have a corrupt shitbag in office that was kind of pushed on us by the Democrats as a direct result of this, and you should be pissed about it. And we have someone who got impeached for saying, hey, this is fishy, we should look into this. That's where we are in fucking clown world. How about another track? Here is Sweet Savage with a song called Vengeance from an album called Killing Time. This is an excellent new wave of British heavy metal style album. 
It's really good stuff. I like it quite a bit. Check it out.
Fun fact about Sweet Savage, Vivian Campbell, the guitarist for Def Leppard, was originally a member of Sweet Savage way back in the early 80s. Anyway, what should we talk about next? What else really pisses me off? You know what you know what else really fucking pisses me off? Critical race theory. I hate this racist trash with a fucking passion. It is so unbelievably blatantly racist. And then they turn around and lie to your face by calling it anti-racism and saying that if you oppose their incredibly racist worldview, you yourself are racist. It's bullshit. Stop listening to them when they do this because they are openly racist and they fucking know it. They are pushing this crap into schools and brainwashing people into this cult-like ideology. There is a reason why President Obama, former President Obama, described the left as a circular firing squad, and I'll tell you exactly why. In order to get someone to believe in something like socialism or communism, or to believe that critical race theory isn't incredibly racist once you figure out what exactly it is, and I will get to what it is, then you need to effectively brainwash them. So it's basically cult-like, because there is plenty of real-world evidence that this shit is racist, there's plenty of real-world evidence that socialism and communism don't work, things like that. So they need to effectively brainwash you into a cult-like state of thinking, state of mind, in order to do it. And any time that someone differentiates a little bit from the cult, they can't have that. So they will chastise you. They will throw you out. That is why it's like a, a circular firing squad. And that is why many on the right refer to these types of social justice warrior leftists as cultists, because that is how they act. How about another song before I get into what it actually is? Here is Insect Warfare with At War with Grindcore from their Gulf Coast Infestation demo. This was an awesome, short-lived Grindcore band from Texas. Check it out. Thank you. 
I like that. Very, very angry, right? So what is critical race theory exactly? Well, the easiest way to explain it is to just call it racism because that's basically what it is. But uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's two different two things in specific. First, it's white supremacy with a guilty conscience. How do I mean this? Well, it teaches white people to feel guilty about the color of their skin. It takes white people aside and goes, you're special. You're different. You are better in certain ways because you are privileged. And you should feel guilty about that. Where white supremacists go, you're special. You're different. You're better in certain ways because you are privileged and you should feel pride because of that. So it's the same basic belief as white supremacy, except the ultimate conclusion is you should feel ashamed of the color of your skin instead of pride about the color of your skin. I reject both of these on the same ground. They're both really fucking racist worldviews, and I fucking hate them both. So what is it beyond that? Effectively, it's race communism. So what they effectively do is divide people up by skin color instead of class. Where Marx said we're going to divide people by class and you should hate the upper class and they're all, they blame all your problems on them, critical race theorists go, we're going to divide people by race and you should hate white people and blame all your problems on them. So, yeah, that's basically what it is. It's race communism. And communism itself does not fit in with the Western worldview that is centered around individualism, individual liberties, things like this. It does not fit. But collectivist nonsense like this does not fit in the West. It does not belong here. Everything they teach you and everything that they do with critical race theory, all the brainwashing, they're trying to destroy the West. That is what they want to do. They want you to hate yourself and they want you to tear down what they claim are systems of white supremacist oppression and things like that. It's all absolute fucking nonsense. And the only way they can get people to believe it is by brainwashing them into believing it. Do not fall for it. They are lying to you. They are racists. Do not listen to them. Reject them. Argue against them. Tell them why their worldview is stupid and wrong. This is what you need to do. Reject them at every single turn. They don't deserve any better. Because... Again, they are racist trash. And the left is not going to get any better until they reject this racist trash. And there are some aspects of the left that do. They usually refer to themselves as the dirtbag left, and they are typically pro-socialism like or whatever, or anything along those lines, but they at least have enough common sense to reject the critical race theory nonsense. The, and it's not that hard to figure out that critical race theory is Marxist in nature, okay? 
if you look it up, it will say it's a proponent of critical theory, and then if you look up critical theory, it will say it is a school of thought that comes from the Frankfurt School of Marxist thought. So, I mean, it does not take you very long at all. They want to lie to you because people hear Marxist and they go, fuck that, but it's Marxism. Critical race theory is communism based on race. That is what it is. Do not let them lie to you about it. I think it's time for another song. Here is Sepultura with Arise. This is good stuff. Check it out.
I wanted to talk a little bit about the uh, Russia thing and how uh, we're just being driven by fucking propaganda. I am so sick of Zelensky's constantly pandering to try to get the West involved in this. We can't get directly involved in this conflict because it will cause a fucking world war. What part of this do you not understand? I know it would help you out a lot, dude. And I know you could use the help because apparently Russia's just kicking your ass. And that sucks. And you don't deserve this. You don't. Your country does not deserve to have this happen to them. But we cannot afford to get further involved. We cannot afford to send militaries in. We can't do it. It would be too costly. So, beyond that... Uh, the West, here we used to get articles about things like the Azov Battalion in Ukraine, where we would, where these articles would fucking acknowledge that, yes, there actually are quite a few neo-Nazis in Ukraine. It's kind of a problem. There are enough of the, and, and unlike how the left calls everything a Nazi here, these guys are openly Nazis. These guys actually are Nazis. So I'm not just calling that like the left treats it like a fucking buzzword. This is what they are. So Putin kind of has a point. And we used to acknowledge this until they got invaded and then now we're acting like everything is hunky-dory and innocent in Ukraine. It's not. Can we, can we acknowledge that they don't deserve this invasion while acknowledging that the Azov Battalion, for example actually are fucking Nazis? Is it really, I mean, is it really all that difficult to to acknowledge this, you know? Is it really? I don't think it fucking should be. I don't think it fucking should be. We, we can at least be honest while supporting Ukraine because they don't deserve to be invaded like this. We can at least be honest. And I'm just, uh, it is difficult to know what is true and what is false because they have put out so much propaganda on both sides. And lately, you've got both sides accusing the other of war crimes and wanting investigations. And it's, it's a mess. And I don't want to dig too deep into it. I just wanted to do a little bit of rant about because, because I'm sick and tired of the whole practically begging the West to send troops in thing and shit like that and, and the constant denial that there are Nazis in Ukraine that it is a problem. So uh, let's go with one more song. Here is Living Monstrosity by Death from their third album, Spiritual Healing. This is awesome. Check it out. With life, 
Now cries 
Yeah, that's some good old school death metal. So the last thing that I want to talk about, and this is a big one. This one really fucking boils my blood. So Ron DeSantis recently signed into law a bill that is designed to prevent teachers from kindergarten through third grade from teaching their class and their students about the left's weird gender ideology where you could be any gender you want and there's more than two of them and all this other weird nonsense and about sex-related things. and Why is this a controversial bill? Seriously, why the fuck is this a controversial bill? Why are so many people on the left just okay with teaching sex to kindergartners? What the fuck is wrong with you people? Seriously. Seriously, like, and don't sit here and lie to me and tell me that there isn't a problem with Gruber teachers. Go follow Libs of TikTok. As far as I'm concerned, Libs of TikTok is doing God's work by exposing these disgusting people for the disgusting, awful people that they are. They're pushing... They're not teaching kids the way they should be. They're pushing... Their left, their far left identity politics, and gender nonsense and sex stuff, onto kids that are way too young to fucking understand any of it because they know these kids are impressionable, and they know they can plant this and try to sever the tie between parent and and child early on that they could probably raise a whole bunch of revolutionaries in hopes that they could change the future of this country to a god-awful communist one. That seems to be their ultimate goal. But what they're doing is they're having sex talks in private with these kids and then going, well, don't tell your parents about this. Do you know who fucking does that? Pedophiles. Stop acting like pedophiles. Drag every single teacher that acts like this out of the fucking classroom in handcuffs, for the love of God. I was watching this one interview where this guy was talking about the Ron DeSantis, the bill bill that Ron DeSantis signed, and he's sitting there talking about how I can't talk to my students about my boyfriend and the intimacy of our relationship and things like that. Why the fuck are you talking about this shit to kindergartners and young children? What the fuck is wrong with you? K through 12, you know how much my teachers actually talked about their spouses? Almost fucking never. They would rarely ever even mention being married because that wasn't their fucking job. It is your job to teach the kids the alphabet and basic numbers and math and science and reading and shit like that. If you're not doing that, you deserve to be fucking fired. You creep. And then there was this other one, this other woman that... There was this woman that talks about how she has pronouns and she's a lesbian and she's married to a trans person and all this other thing, these other things. And how the hell is she supposed to introduce herself 
she's supposed to introduce herself to the students at the start of the year, and how the hell is she supposed to do that if she can't talk about any of this to the kids? Because, by law, you can't do that now. Are you so boring and dreadful that there is nothing else about you that you could say to these kids? You can't tell them your favorite sport. You can't tell them your favorite sports team or your favorite sports player or your favorite author. You can't tell them your favorite artist or your favorite genre of video games. Nothing? There is nothing about you besides this? What the fuck are you doing teaching? Get out! <sighs> I think I've ranted enough. Thank you for listening. If you did, I know this was a spicy, rant-heavy, very angry episode. I had a lot of stuff that I wanted to talk about and a lot of things that have been really, really pissing me off. So if you did stop and listen, thank you. I greatly appreciate it. And we'll talk to you guys on the next episode, which will be nowhere near as angry. Bye, everybody.